I'd like to acknowledge that I work on Mum in Development on Garrigal land and that this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Also, a heads up that this episode contains some swearing for any little ears that may be around. Hey there, my name is Ellie Evangelista and I'm the host and creator of Mum in Development. I'm also one of two creators of Marcus, my son. In my journey of early motherhood, I just couldn't quite fathom how I was going to keep both my creative practice and my child alive. (laughs) Both things are so important to me and incredibly personal, seemingly a part of me, and yet both seem to continuously compete for the same parts of my brain and body. I know so many and I see so many working artists and mothers around me and I just thought, stuff it, I'll ask them how they're doing it. So on here, I don't ask all the usual mum podcast questions, but I hope you join me as I ask just one, how do you keep your creative practice and your child alive? Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Mum in Development. Thank you so much for being here, for choosing to spend your valuable time um, with me and the people that I'm having these conversations with. And thank you so much for all the lovely feedback that I've been getting so far as well. I love hearing it. I hope you're enjoying it. It is definitely a really great source of pleasure for me to be doing this and also just a really great way for me to still be engaging in practice and conversation and dialogue and all these things while I am being a (laughs) mum amongst it all. This is a great way that I feel like I can dedicate time to my practice and I am taking little tidbits um, from people that you know, as I go and going, you know what, this is really important to me. I am going to carve out time in the week to do this by myself, for myself. Um, This morning, um, my partner James has taken Marcus out for a walk and this has given me time to do this and to focus on this. So yeah, it takes takes a community. As our guest today, Danielle Mitchich is going to talk about. Danielle Mitchich is currently the Artistic Director of Force Majeure in Carriageworks, Sydney, and she's had a long, diverse career that's still going. It's been happening. She's been an Artistic Director before. She talks about that, actually, and a kind of interesting... um, conversation that was had with her as she took up a previous artistic directorship and now she's been leading the helm of yeah force majeure in Sydney. Danielle has a near 20 year old son so again in my endeavors to bring you and to have conversations with mums all across the board we are talking to our first mum uh, who yeah is at a different 
mum journey. She's at a different point to us, to me, to the other guests I've spoken to. So there are so many gems in here. I love, I love, I love, I love so many of the things that she has said to me. Danielle and I have also had a really long relationship. I first met her when I was about 18, so nearly half my life ago. So I've somewhat watched Alex grow up as well and I talk about memories I have of him coming in the studio. I've seen him perform and it's a great conversation um, by somebody who I guess has the space now that perhaps young mums like me don't have to look back. I, I literally don't have the space quite physically or in time or anything like that. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been listening to some of the other recordings and I was like, were they just a nice flow that went along and then yeah. you had to go, stop, don't record that. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of happened. Um, and I was thinking about it because you're the first person that I will be speaking to so far that has a much older child. <laughs> well, and, and in, in very short moments we'll be turning 20, so... <gasps> So, and I, you know, in listening to your previous um, podcasts saying, oh, yes, I know all of that. I've heard of that. Yep. I did, you know, like going through the checklist going, oh, what's relevant for me now? Like my, my, my child is now an adult, but I've been through all the things mm. and I'm not hearing anything really, anything different. <laughs> Like, why are we, like, I should have just recorded this 20 years ago and you would have heard all the things. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's reassuring or. I know, it's a bit terrifying. Yeah, or terrifying. In my mind, he, well, I was thinking Alex is 19 so, and I'm not wrong, but he's no. only 20. Correct. Wow. And. Yeah, they just kind of turn out and, 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 and. And he's a reasonable human being, which is hugely successful on our on our behalf. Because you know, you know, being parents of you know two in the in the art, you have no idea how like how hard it is to string together um, security for a family. And I guess um, that's one part that keeps you on the go all the time is terror and anxiety and all those fun things but somehow you do it like I don't know we got the 20 years I think I think we're actually going to celebrate this birthday like what in a way do? I don't know well you know currently the three of us are building a house together so um maybe we'll have a beer together like maybe we'll just like stop and you know we're like cooking as a family he cooks us dinner like it's it's like a different different like we've kind of moved into the next thing he's like a housemate now <laughs> it's like I guess she should start asking me to pay rent actually um but you know like it's a different relationship like I would never imagine going from baby to you know toddler to adolescent to teen to um young adult to kind of st like still I suppose a young adult but like we're still in the same household we we're not killing each other we are very respectful of each other's space he asked me like I was in Melbourne uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and I was like oh I just need to get my hands on some some tracks he's like oh yeah I'm here and he's like on Spotify and going here try this and giving me some suggestions on tracks that I want, might want to use and then he was like so how's it going and I was like oh and then like you know an hour later I just downloaded my day to my son it's like 
wow. Like once upon a time I was downloading like just to someone who wasn't listening and I just need to voice it out aloud and have someone like, oh, what a crap day. Gee, that was stressful. And, you know, and it lands on no one other than like the couch or the cat. Mm. Um, But now it lands on an adult that goes, oh, well, what about, you know, and he is, you know, he's a deep thinker and he, he, he's a person who is, you know, emotionally present and um, very aware of all the things because I do come home telling him about, the challenging and vulnerable places that, you know, my work takes me at times and he's really taken that on to kind of go, oh, well, you know, what about this and what about that? And it's like, wow, I, I, I love that I'm having that conversation now with the whole family mm. um, as opposed to, you know, the brick just wall. myself. <laughs> yeah, or the brick wall. Yeah. I feel like as someone who is at the beginning of this, you are literally mm. 20 years down the road. It just seems... <laughs> So unfathomable like I think about this and I go I just can't yeah. imagine I can't imagine just yet and that's okay it's very it's yeah a different road do you often think about the intersection of how these two things like have you stopped to reflect to go actually how have I done this how have I kept both my creative practice and my child alive for 20 years like I don't know if this is Part of the reason why I had started this was because I was like, I don't feel like I've heard this conversation. I don't, I know that there are working mothers. I know you're one. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked yeah. with you while we have yeah. had other yeah. working mothers, but I'm yeah. like, hello, just how's everybody doing this? I'm new to the party. I'd like to be, stay at the party for as long as possible. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, I don't even know if there is an answer to that because I think I think there's a lot to say about community and sometimes our community changes and it definitely changes when you have a child. So mm. the community that you used to engage in in the arts late at night after parties is <laughs> <Well>, no longer <laughs> in existence. Uh, mm. and, you know, like, like your community changes, like everything changes so much changes and I guess that was the first battle that I had when I first became a mother. I was battling with the change that being a strong independent maker, suddenly losing that independence um, and that vision of myself that I imagined because I was I was only 29 thinking about, oh, I'm only just starting and now I'm having a child like I'm just, I've got to get, I've got to do things, you know. So I guess I never saw having a child as a problem or an issue. I just went, I've just got a child and I've just got to make this work. Mm. And so I ran a company for for multiple years, like, and, you know, I'm going to share this on your podcast, but when they gave me this position um, and they said, we'd like to offer you the position, they just, they went, um, but we are aware that you are a young, you know, a mother uh, of a young child. So just basically don't disappoint. Oh, wow. And I remember that being quite significant because I went, there was really judgments on, on how people would perceive as a young mother that that would affect my work. And I did think that my work was of utmost influence and, and significance at that time. 
But then what I did learn later is family is more important than work. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, my values shifted. So even though work was of the greatest of importance, slowly, it's not an instant thing. Like you kind of go, yeah, family, yeah. But then all of a sudden I remember I do having these um, quite full-on conversations saying, you know, where are you? You're not really present with the family. And go, no, it's very important. How are we going to get food on the table? And, you know, and struggle, struggle. And actually there is a way to put food on the table and be present. I just wasn't prepared to do both at that mm. at that time. And then I just had to slowly fall in love with being a mother. It wasn't an instant thing for me. Like I had this fantasy of what it was going to be. Mm. And unfortunately I was already in love with something else, which was my, my art form, my practice. Yeah. <laughs> and as that got kind of drained away, um, I just slowly rebuilt. And when I rebuilt... It changed and then I learned that it was okay not to have this same vision of what I thought I wanted because actually I wasn't going to get that anyhow. You never, you're never going to get what you want in life. Uh, I think I built my career on closing doors as opposed to opening doors. You know, someone closed a door on me, I was like, oh, so I'm not going to go there. Okay, that's interesting. I really wanted to be in that room. All right, maybe. And then, you know, I'd forge another pathway. So, I suppose I, in retrospectively, I look at my career on uh, on a pathway of, uh, you know, being the second best in things. I was never mm. first chosen on things. I, I constantly remember going, oh, such and such isn't available, but are you able to do that? Okay. Oh, this hasn't worked out, but we heard you're really good. Oh, little, like, like my, my, that was what I was built on, on the person who was always reliable, who was always there, but it was never the first choice. <laughs> um, but... That feels a bit different now, I guess, mm. you know, when you have been in the industry as long as I have um, and tried to juggle all the things, you can you can do both. You just say no to some things more than and, and, and you don't take that to heart. You kind of go, that, that will be a no this time because I can't juggle those two things. This is important. My child's going through year 12. That's like I, I'm going to have to say no to that. Um, I'm going to say yes to this, but I need the family to back me on this and um, I'll make sure that, you know, there are phone calls and, you know, so there's negotiating the whole entire way, like the whole entire way. There is no like, let's set this and go. It's let's, let's put our, let's constantly be in conversation with each other because I've got needs, the child's got needs and the partner's got needs and then the three of us are, or always going, okay, it's your turn. Okay, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, just rotating. We just keep rotating what, yeah, what's needed. Mm. I'm thinking because I know this about you, but I'll give you the opportunity to say what you'd like to say about yourself and your practice because I'm thinking yeah. about how some of that juggle and negotiation has also involved a massive move interstate, travel, all of the things. So, Please tell us about who you are. Um, well, I'm just kind of eventually and finally kind of, uh, you know, clearly I'm a, of a, a movement background and I am currently sitting in the position as Artistic Director of Force Majeure here based in Carriageworks, Sydney. Um, but I did come and I did spend... 20 years in WA in Perth where we had met. But um, but prior that, I was from Victoria where I um, 
you know, did some work there and also was a graduate of the Victorian College of the Arts. So I've kind of lived like 20 years in Victoria, 20 years in um, WA, and now it's been a good eight or nine years somewhere here in, in New South Wales. Um, and I guess uh, from, you know, starting off as a, as a dancer into a choreographer, into a movement director, into directing, into artistic directorship and in also doing intimacy coordination, um, it's just been a, a journey of changing roles, changing um, uh, expectations, changing the way that I work. Um, but I think the one thing that I found more recently is the importance of getting back into a studio. Mm. So I've spent some t- quite a lot of time actually out, out of the studio being an artistic director of two companies, one of Steps Youth Dance Company and now here with Force. But that role meant some reason. I don't know why it meant, but when I walked into it, um, that uh, you you don't kind of put yourself in works you kind of facilitate and 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 create and that and that was fine. But then after many years of spending a lot of time with um, uh, in contact with artists from around the country, which I'm very passionate about talking about dramaturgy and movement and embodiment. Um, I realised that I was kind of not uh, walking the walk or, you know, like mm. I, I had completely lost touch with my own body and and had stopped performing and stopped moving. So one of the first things I did about two years ago once we come out of COVID was to put myself back in the studio and went, you know, I need to know what this feels like because I'm now referencing things that it feels like is a corrupt file. <laughs> it's like, oh, what, what is that, that thing? Is that thing again? Mm-hmm. Um, and so now that's different. Like I now can sit in front of a bunch of um, artists and creators and makers and speak from a truth that now is back in my body mm-hmm. and that has so much strength and power. <laughs> like I have no anxieties around stepping in front of a room and, and speaking whatever truth that it, that it is because of all the histories that I have done travelling around the world, travelling around this country, um, being in front of in forums and on stage and leading things and facilitating and supporting, like all those things are still ever-present in my body. Um, but now I'm reigniting that that flame in order to get back in there. And and also there are not much, there are not many performers, especially female performers Mm. of my age out there doing stuff. I mean, go Joe Lloyd, like absolutely Mm. love Joe Lloyd um, um, as a performer maker and, and there just should be more of us out there as role models because if we don't, continue to path, make, you know, open those paths. It's just all about particular, yeah, it's just all about, you know, the agendas don't change, the mm. conversations don't change, what we see on stage doesn't change. And I guess uh, especially, you know, with Force, we are looking at different conversations, different stories and different bodies to tell those, um, to, to be present on stage. Mm. I just feel like I have so much to say. right um it's so I 
I have so much to say. You know, that kind of thing about reigniting and going back into the studio, I saw photos and you are in the studio very recently. I loved that. And about these histories and experiences that you have in your body. And like you said, you've been teaching or facilitating or directing as opposed to doing. And Mm. those are different experiences. Very different. Yes. Um, And I guess coming back to this, like me on the 20 years down, like, you know, on a 20-year different time scale, I go, that seems so far away, just being able to go, you know what, I'm going to spend the whole day in the studio just yet is very far, not impossible, mm-hmm. but at a different thing. And I go, oh, my gosh, this is why I love, I want to talk to mums that have done it because I'm like, the time will come, everyone. <laughs> the time will come where I lock myself back in the studio and go, ah, nobody will need me for the next <laughs> eight hours. But I also think... I had this fear, I think, even before I was pregnant that having a child meant you would just stare into a black hole indefinitely, that I saw maybe a handful of either pregnant performers or performers with young mums. I just feel like you get um, you borrow away for maybe like the first six years until the kid's off to school and then somehow you reappear back into the world ready Mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. And I think it is important for people like yourself, different bodies with different experiences, with different, you know, diversity. That word's thrown around so much. But in, Mm. in that way of going you know, he, you're, you're still doing it. And like you're saying that that just shifts and changes as it needs to and that this is where you are now in your own artistic journey. Yeah, and, uh, you know, to say it is hard, you know, I'm just thinking about, you know, when it was that I got back into the studio when, you know, you're saying, you know, where you are now going, it is real. It is so hard to get back in the studio and when you do, it's actually really confronting because your say, brain doesn't work. Your brain yeah. doesn't work. You're going, okay, what am I doing? Oh, my God, I got a, I got a residency and now I'm just, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> oh, my God, let me see what's on Instagram. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, me. yeah, I actually was like just as you were saying that, painting that picture, I was like I think if I was alone in a studio, I'd cry <laughs> for the first four hours, like just being so confronted slash overjoyed to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yes, confronting. Yeah. All those things. But you know what? That's it's really great to come back um if you can around a supportive team. Like that's the difference is when you when you do have community. This is the thing. Community, community, community. <laughs> uh you've got to have people around you who know and understand um what you're going through. And that's why you know, I've never had an issue having children in the studio to a certain degree, you know, where you kind of go, yes, we, we can absolutely have children in there that needs, we can find a way to, to you know, take care of that and have um, support around that um, because it is a transition. It's not just like drop the kid off and then jump into the studio and you're back to normal. You're not the same person. You have a different body. You have different hormones. You have different emotions. You have, you know, different everything and I guess that will take time 
to even realise when you start to move. Like I, I guess as soon as I got back, you know, not a good story, but, um, you know, four months after giving birth, I was off overseas on a tour, <laughs> you know, performing and, you know, left a four-month-year-old behind um, with, you know, with their father going, great, I'm off. Mm. But my body did not recover. I went like... I was so flexible. I was flexible anyhow, but kind of came back with my body not in good condition and then had ongoing problems because, you know, clearly the hormones hadn't settled down and I hadn't really looked after myself in a way because I was just being adamant that I was going to be back out there doing the thing that I was known for. Mm. But I'm not the same person. I was, you know, not to say that, you, you know, you're completely different, but you have to be realistic You've got different values now. You've got different responsibilities to yourself more so. I know you have it for someone else but to yourself. And, um, yes, you're noting how long you're away from the industry, but guess what? No one else is noting that. And so when you come back, people go, oh, fantastic, you're back. Like I was shocked and surprised when I got back performing after giving birth Sorry, I did that stint overseas and then I was like, that was crazy. I'm just going to take my time. And then I kind of went into producing a little bit instead. But when I decided to go back to performing, no one even blinked an eyelid that it was like, I don't know how many years later, they were like, oh, it's amazing. I was like going, I wouldn't even pay money to see me perform right now. Like, don't even like look at this showing. This is embarrassing. And it took a while to even not be, you know, to get my self-esteem up about being seen again in the space because, you know, it's you were in a vulnerable place when you're performing. So, yes, encourage yourself to go into a studio but also encouraging yourself to really look after what that means because it's not about just getting time and, and, and smashing something up in the studio like you did a solo and amazing things that you have done already, Ellie, but it is about going, okay, what is it now? What does this mean? Mm. What does what does what does this all mean now? Because you'll have something else to say. Yeah, that already feels confronting. Just hearing you say that in a in a lovely way. I'm okay to be confronted. Yeah. I'm more than happy for that. That's totally fine. And I really, um, I I fully understand that feeling of being gung ho to be like, you know what? I just had that baby and I am going to just keep on going. I'm just going to trudge through. And even at the time, the first, I had my first Zoom meeting about a potential job 17 days after Marcus was born. And I remember I was on this Zoom and this person was introducing me who they had asked me to do the job and they said oh by the way Ellie has had a baby just had a baby and you know everyone was like oh that's great that's so good you know how old is he and I was like he's 17 days everyone (laughs) I'm hope he's magically fallen asleep but and I hope he stays that way but I also really had that feeling of like I I, you know I'm, I'm doing it everyone I'm going for it this is what I'm known for. You've asked me to be here. I'm just going to push through. And we made it. We're here. Everyone's fine. Um, I don't necessarily think to myself, I wish I hadn't. I am really glad that I did it. And, yeah, this even these conversations, I go, this is, I know that this is part of whatever this evolution is of me going, how, how, 
tell me, you know, I want to, I want to know, I want to, I want to keep engaging with these thoughts. This is what I'm thinking about. If this is my new life now, how do I do both everyone? Um, And like all good artists, I'm like, I'll just grab ideas of other people, (laughs) other people who have been doing it. And, um, yeah, yeah. That I, I really understand that feeling of going, I can do it, everyone. I'll do it all. I'll 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 kick my leg, I'll do the leg swing, I'll keep making. And I am that sh- that slow transition of what you're talking about um, feels is a is a very different pace to that. It is. Yeah. Of yeah. going, what's the next opportunity? What what's next? What do I yeah. apply for? Yeah. Um, what does my calendar look like to going so abruptly going, hang on, there's a time, there's a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. cause your visibility before Bub is different to the visibility after Bub mm-hmm. and um, it just changes. It might not have changed for you but it just changes. You know, you might not, may not have recognised it in you, but we see it from the outside. We're going, oh yes, there is, there is that time before and that time after. And some people feel like that's an effect, like they, oh, what's to happen? But actually, there is nothing to happen. Mm. Like it's still, it's still you, but the gear shifts. The gear shifts have to be put into place because mm. you will, like a lot of us, struggle and burnout and not cope with the gear shifts Mm. and you know what 20 years later like I I learned about those gear shifts I learned to live with um oh you know being in the studio you know I ended up building a studio for myself in Perth that I used to work out of um and I had times where I was in tears in that studio my little you know, four-year-old would come and, like, give me a hug because my mum was in tears because of some sort of terrible something that had happened. And I was like, wow, like, a lot happens in those spaces. Um, and, yeah, it, we don't have to be the same. Um, we don't. We just don't have to be as, you know, hard on ourselves as what we were before we were, we had to, adjust adjust it's all it is 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 adjusting I have memories of this studio in Perth Mm -hmm. we first Mm -hmm. met I think in that studio in Perth that was at the front of your home then and I do have a memory of Alex coming in and he was in his school uniform and he just needed whatever it was I can't remember probably a snack or something like that and you just really calmly and politely said um whatever he needed to hear and he just went on his way (laughs) and sometimes it's that easy and sometimes it's completely not that easy so Mm. I my whole life I've known you as a working creative mum I have seen you employ other working creative mums we've been on tour with them with bubs in tow um, at least three four maybe I think might have been with us when we went up to Queensland Uh and since in the last year I've also been a mum that you have employed. So how are ways that you support these mums in the studio, either from being a mum yourself, now seeing them and working? Yeah. 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 
it and it also depends on how comfortable the artist is because some of them some you know some I hire a lot of mums mm. like actually hire a lot of mums but some of them are kind of going I this is my time and I go into that space and so sometimes you wouldn't know like I did a lot of people didn't know I had a child because they mm. never saw Alex but I would front up and I would travel a lot they go oh wow, wow you're traveling a lot I go oh yes I just need to call home and they go oh you've got a child it's like I, that's right. Yes, I do. <laughs> like that's my that's my other life. I am a mother and an artistic director and a performer and all the things. But you can be multiple things. But I guess um, being a mother um, makes you understand the needs of what it is that might be required for another mother. It's not necessary. All it's not the same. Mm-hmm. But some. Some others do need their children in that room and I understand that and I'm totally up for the cuddles. <laughs> the cuddles and the, you know, having them in that space and, and, and just, you know, and just just creating that space. So sometimes it's about creating space, space to have the child inside the room. Um, sometimes it's about them leaving early to go pick their, their children up from childcare because that they they, they're working mothers and they just need to be there by a certain time. I go, you can work shorter hours. So it's just understanding what the needs are for each individual and then going, of course we can compensate, you know, we can consider this and have a conversation around this. Um, it's not often that we say no to a request. If it is, it's to do with a budgetary thing that we haven't accounted for any earlier. But I just support working mums because it's just important to keep women in the workforce. (laughs) Yeah. End of story. End of story. Just keep us in the workforce. Keep us working. Keep us active. Keep us creative. Like I'm I'm the happiest, Mm. not when I'm in the office, but when I'm in the studio. Mm. That's just clear facts that I think you picked up the phone and said, how are you? And I said, you know what, I'm actually really good. (laughs) I've been in the studio for months Mm. and I feel invigorated by the artists that I've been working with, the content that we're creating and the conversations that we're having. Like that to me um, gets me out of bed every day Mm. is that kind of thing. And that's all it is. Like Mm. I just ask people what they want to go, what do you need? Like what do you need? And most times we can accommodate. It's usually, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not hard, people. It's not hard. Yeah, it's true. It isn't hard to just be flexible or have things up for negotiation. And I think I've been really lucky so far in the brief year and jobs that I've done have gone just we we understand, we get it. Um, And I'm also just curious on a side note, you have a 20-year-old. He's a great human. What things from your creative see, what do you think he has in his life that have come from having a creative mum? Because I've seen him perform when he was really little. He was uh-huh. excellent. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I know he has, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I know he has particular artistic interests, not in the same way that you do anymore. But I'm curious yep. about what things have kind of transpired by having two creative parents that you see yep. in him now. Yeah. Um he's such an argumenter. Um <laughs> I reckon he should just be a lawyer, literally just full stop and end the conversation. In like every parent wants their child to do something just ridiculous that they'll never do. Yeah. Uh, mine is he should be a lawyer. He can argue the pants of anything. And I think it's because 
we've always questioned everything saying, well, give me like three reasons why I should even consider that. Mm. <laughs> or like we're problem solvers in our house. So because in the arts, you know, there's always something, there's always there's always things that we're having to reconsider or battle or there's always no's going, okay, well, that's a no or we can't do that, so let's think about an, a solution. We're a solutions family. So I guess in that way he thinks deeply about an answer before coming into to, to speaking. Like he he's a bit like me, he'll watch like I, I tend to watch and listen a lot and then I'll have something to say if I do. Yeah. Unless I'm leading a room, I've got too much to say and shut me up. Um, <laughs> Alex but, comes in ready for battle. He's like, yeah, yep, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, and he's, you know, and I guess, yeah, that he, he's highly analytical, like he's highly analytical. What I love about our times now is he's deeply consuming um, content in terms of um, story and narrative in terms of film. So we will be binge-watching certain things. I don't get much time to watch binge-watching stuff at the moment, but, you know, there'll be a series that he'll be watching. Um, but occasionally I'll come home something and we'll have to watch something. Goes, well, okay, we're going to watch this tonight, so we'll watch an episode or something or a movie. And then I was like, right, what did you think of that? <laughs> And then I will have to enter into a very deep conversation. And even though I was probably slept through the of it because <laughs> I was tired, um, I had to pick and remember things. Like, uh, like characterization, anything. Yeah, yeah, like great things about humanity. Like, you know, he's watched me and, you know, both you know, he and his um, watch me and his father. Um, work with a, such a range of people mm-hmm. like and he's been in the most interesting conversations with adults from from birth so he's been treated <laughs> in conversation kind of nearly like an adult all his life mm-hmm. so when he was his own child and was his own child self but he has always been when he came in fact, I never knew that I was having a boy. Like I, did, mm. I didn't want to know what I was having. I, I wanted it to be a surprise. And somehow thinking because I'm a dancer, I would know everything. I was like, I'm having a girl, I'm having a girl. This is amazing. I can feel it. I can feel it in my waters, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I did birth and they go, would you like to know what you had? They go, yes. And they go, it's a boy. And I was like, what? Mm, yeah. I thought I was having a girl yeah. like in my head. And then the first time I looked at him, he was a little old soul. Like, it's like, oh, you're a little old soul. And he's been that way ever since I took, like, first eyes on him. He's a an old soul type of person, um, continually will, will be. And I guess what I love now, you know, he will, con- he will continue in his own artistic life because he will. He, he, he's still in the throes of, um, you know, landing exactly where he wants to be and I'm, we're not... I'm very clear to not define what things are, you know, right now. Like he's going to be this or he's going mm. to be that because as soon as you set down a pathway doing something, it's really disturbing for someone to go, oh, I've changed courses, I'm not doing this anymore, going, you just do what you do, mm. do what you need to do. As long as you're being a good person, you're contributing to society and, um, um, you know, you're, you're active uh, in, uh, in conversations when you're living at home, um, that I'm happy for you. You've just got to be happy. And I guess, 
yeah, he's just taken on all the good things from living a life with two artists. Mm. I think he's taken on all the good things. Mm. Definitely, yeah. Mm. Because I often think this. I'm like, look, I know (laughs) that there are a lot of, um, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, there's inconsistency and all this kind of stuff, but I know that there are pros about this. When I... um, when you know when Marcus was learning to roll, which is a lifetime ago for you, but when he was rolling, learning to roll, I'm like, this is how your body moves, hip. You know, <laughs> and I can talk through this, and I'm like, you know, maybe there are mums out there who don't have movement backgrounds who don't think about this stuff or know this stuff or yeah. um, certain little things like that. And that oh. is, you know, one tiny example. But I also go, I know that you are going to be in rooms with people who other people dream of meeting, who dream of having conversations with, people who are asking really big questions about mm. how to contribute, to, yeah, to the world, to mm. everything, that a world changes. People that you encounter believe they can change the world and I know that that has so many pros as well. Yeah, I want him to, like, as much as I'm having lots of contact with artists who are contributing to the world, I want my son to also do that yeah. in some way. And I don't know what that means yet, but, um, and even if that means, I don't know, working not in the arts, but still contributing, like being happy, like I am one of the most fortunate people to be in a position where I can work in the arts. Mm-hmm. And um and I never take that for granted. Mm. That's why a big part of my, you know, big part of my work is is the giving of, you know, of more than myself sometimes. You know, you just gotta I wanna just keep that conversation going. The stuff that I've learned is something is the stuff that I will I will give. Um I just wanted to kind of hark back a little bit, Ellie, about when you were saying teaching Marcus how to crawl. Um <laughs> just thinking about Alex when, you know. You know, I was very physical with Alex the whole way through. You know, I'd be on the bed and we have a thing called clicker legs where <laughs> he would try to wrestle me as a, like a little chap and I have long, long, because I've got long legs, I could keep him at bay with my long legs. He could never get to me because of my clicker legs. <laughs> and and I was basically entrapping with my legs. Anyhow, I got to the point where he would be sitting on top of my legs, you know, like I'd be laying on the ground and he, he would do, you know, aeroplanes and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And I could kind of throw him, he'd land on his feet and, I guess being physical with your child all the way through, but I think one important thing about being someone who is active and, and physical is maintaining that. And this is for you. This is information for you. Thank As your you. child gets older and goes through teens, find a way to stay physically connected to your teenager. Like because what happens is uh, through my observation is they do shut down, they do turn off, and they don't want anything to do, like, you know, the barriers go up. But I found a way to be in contact and still hug my son during those really shitty years. And that just made all the difference of having that physical contact because we've had it since birth. And I just was determined not to lose it because I know even if you tend to be, a you know, a tactile person, mm. it will it will naturally try to drift away and 
Um, now I get lifted by my son. He's like, Mom, you're so little. And he picks me up and like whizzes me around. I was like, don't break my back. I'm pull my bed out. Like, was like, my shoulder, my shoulder. My shoulder, my legs, my arms. Oh, don't watch your back. Like, yeah. There's this, all these dramas, but like being, I don't know, just we'll constantly be in contact with each other because it's how we, how he's grown up with me. And it's like, no matter how old I get and how, how much older and stronger he's getting, that is a part of our connection and to say it does change, but I worked at that to make sure that that didn't go away because it does go away. I didn't yeah, get necessary that as I was a, when I was a child. So yeah. you're kind of going, I'm trying to put in the things that, you know, that you can, where you can as a parent. I love that so much. I, every time I like, you know, He's so little and he's got the smushy feet and they're so round and tiny and I'm like, I need to kiss them as much as I can because one day you'll be 20 and it'll be weird if I'm kissing your feet. So, <laughs> Yes, that would, buddy. Yeah, like, you know, and they'll smell and they'll be in shoes for 48 hours and you've never taken them off and I have to kiss them now. But, yeah, that physicality is really important and I get really excited because I'm like, you know, if you want to go do surfing or skateboarding or whatever, I'm going to give you the best tips, mate. You have no idea. You just need to bring your eyeline a little bit up. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just wait. Yeah, you just wait. I'm oh. going to show you how to move your hips so that will help you. Or, um, yeah, all oh. these things. Although, Ellie, at one point I was trying to teach Alex how to tap dance. Oh, God. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> There's a point where you can't teach them anything. It's just like. Get it, give it to somebody else because, yep. yep. like, they're not like a, I'd be like, oh, no, no, heel, t- oh, no, heel, t- no, oh. and the frustration around you want to perfect your your son's technique. I was yeah. like, oh, I give up, I'm giving up on that one. Yes, too hard basket. I've picked too my hard. battle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love, I love, I love this because okay. you are still keeping your creative practice and your child alive. How are you doing it? How have you done it? How are you doing it? How will you do it? Um, Hopefully he's going to keep me alive now. So hopefully (laughs) he'll earn the the bucks and he'll come home with the food and he'll keep me alive and he'll like, I think it just transfers, Ellie. I think it's like, (laughs) I think there's a point where I get to relax, but you know what? I'm kind of starting to think about grandkitties now. Like I know that sounds really weird. Uh, And, and it's, we're not at that point yet where, you know, we're, we're, you know, it's even a possibility, but I love the idea of the family extending beyond what it was. Um, The way we do it, like, you know, currently I said, we're all, we're building a house together as a family and that is, you know, we're putting a, we're trying to build a roof over our heads. So and I should be clear someone, that you mean you are literally building together. I'm literally, I'm, I, the amount of concrete that I poured, yeah. you know, with you know, and bricks that I've taken away, and the jackhammering, and the the tin, and the, uh, like, yes, literally from scratch. The three um, of you are physically yeah. building. Physically building, yeah. yes. I've, I've got a few little arm muscles there, but um, also have to be conscious of, you know, too much heavy lifting now. So, mm. yeah, I guess um, it gets easier, but then I get, you know, you know, you get worried about, you know, like he's going to leave the nest at some point. Mm. Uh 
I was always, always thought when he was a little chap going, you'll be out by 16, you've got to be out. You know, like, I want you out. Like, I'll be like your hard-ass mother. You're like, I'm in the arts and you've got to get going. And it's like he's 19 now. He hasn't left. And I guess it's very different. Like, mm. you know, I, I grew up uh, in a country town and then he grew up in a, in a city um, and there are different expectations. Like, and it's, he can't afford to live in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> he can't afford to live in Sydney. And so, you know, we all live differently now. And I guess uh, to keep him alive, I still I still spend a lot of time um, having great chats with him about life. Like something will happen on some platform where he'll go, Mum, what do you think about this? And, you know, we talk about things in terms of, you know, how to live life. Um, we cook together. So we're going to be fine when we cook together. We speak together. Um, I just make sure that he's always got, you know, clothes on his back, you know, make sure he's like all the things. We've done it up until this point. I'm not too concerned about where he's going to go from here on because I've done my job mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. My job is done. Like I know he could leave tomorrow. He should have left two years ago, but he hasn't. That's thank you, thank you, COVID. <laughs> right, because his plans of travel were like just eliminated the second that he finished school and mm. and that sort of stuff. But um, the plan is just to just to to keep on going. Like there is no change in the plan, mm. and I guess things will shift. I will just keep on moving but I don't think there's any major shift not at this point I'm just more looking like it he's about to do the next stage of his life Mm. which changes which will change I mean it'll be interesting in two years time if you're still doing this yeah what the the conversation is because it it, it, I'll be talking about being an empty nester and you're going to go that's a different story. You go, wow, that's a weird thing. I thought that was some old people. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And now it's like, yeah, I'm talking about other demographics and, and mm. stages in life that it creeps up so quickly. Mm. All of a sudden you it's 20 years and they go, I don't know. For 17 years, Ash and I were always saying, when do we give him back? When do we give mm. him back? Every year we make this joke, when do we give him back? Like yeah. it was always a gift and someone wants their gift back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but like, can't we just keep it? You know, yeah. like, do we get to keep it? And we've kept it. We've been allowed to keep it for 20 years. So, um, And one day he's just going to go himself. You won't even need to give him back. He's just going to walk out or something. I know. Yeah. Wow. And I kind of go, I wonder if he's going to come back that much. Like, you know, I look at how much I see my family mm-hmm. and is he going to be the same or is he going to be different? And I don't know any of that because, yeah. you know, you're trying to guess things in the future. Like I remember trying to guessing what his voice might sound like yeah. when he starts to speak. Yeah. And I used to guess what he would do because, yeah. you know, he did come back from kindy saying all sorts of opinions that didn't come from our households like what the you know like I'm going okay one day he's going to come back to my house and he's going to have again some opinion that I go what the <laughs> but anyhow I'm called a boomer now apparently say so, okay boomer so oh, that's and I'm not getting. even a boomer so he's I mean not that that's it's not even the fact that I'm not a boomer it's just like it's just the meme that I sit inside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Thank you for your time. Yes. And for your 
I'm excited in a weird way because like now you and I get to have different artistic conversations actually. Um, I've been, you know, I'm in the club now, the working creative mum club. And I was like, ah, this is so cool. We get to, not that we couldn't have talked about it. And I'm sure we have talked about it in different ways through the years, but I'm like, now we, now there's a, there's a different conversation. There's a different set of boundaries to play with and rules and insights and that mm. makes me excited that makes me really yeah. excited yeah you know how how does this change what can yeah. I continue to learn from you and steal from you and see of you yeah as well? yeah and it and it does definitely happen that the more that the, like like I've heard on your other podcasts is the second that you find out someone's in the club it's just like I uh, have and you just you just pop a question in inside that room and then boom, it's answered. Yes. <laughs> There's a bunch of us. It's like, oh, have you tried this? Do you know about this? Do you know? Just put the baby on that. It's like, oh, my God. Where were you last week when I needed you? Oh. Yeah, it's so Like true. I remember that. I remember another mum, you know, arts mum, Alex was all of, I don't know, probably you've got to make up. It wasn't even falling, you know, whatever that is six months before six months and you know I was like I don't know what to do and she said here just put him on his tummy and then he farted and done, did all this other stuff and he was just fine it's like what <laughs> I was like yeah you just need to release some gas and you just got to put him on his tummy like this I was like oh god I didn't yeah. know to do that and <laughs> I think, instructions yeah and I think this is that kind of conversation on a larger scale where I'm like how are you guys going to work because these things like as artists, it's your job to make something out of nothing. You are making new ideas. You are having conversations that haven't been had or changing the conversation. And that's what I feel like motherhood so far has been. I'm like, here's this thing I made out of nothing, everyone. Yeah. Um, how have you guys been doing it? Because yeah. I have just turned up and turns uh, yeah. out I'll be here for a while. So. Yeah. But tips, small bits, small bits. Small bits. Don't, try, don't, do, don't do what you used to do. Do small bits and work mm. your way up because you don't want to do something where uh, you've, you've tried to do what you used to do and it's so big and so overwhelming, it's not enjoyable. You just do like a tiny little thing where you just do, here's a little morsel, achieve that small goal and that was really great. I really enjoyed that. It was achievable. Everyone's alive. Everyone's alive. <laughs> alive. No one died. Thanks very much. Yeah. And then you go, Good. I can do another small morsel. And then as everyone gets used to these small bits, they can grow a bit bigger as opposed to going, next project, yeah. next big bonanza. It's like, actually, that's not even achievable. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, you know, everyone gets disappointed. Everyone. Everyone's crying. Small bits. Small bits. Be adaptable. Yeah, be adaptable. Yeah. Thanks, Danielle. You're welcome. <laughs> I still can't believe I'm even having this conversation with you. I'm like, oh, you know, like, yes. I know. Yes, I have a kid. Oh, yes. Yes. So many things in that conversation um, and so many things that I get excited about and that I have to, that I feel like I can look forward to and I must, you know, I did giggle when she, <laughs> when Danielle said, I just should have recorded this episode 20 years ago because some things don't kind of change. And that is something that I keep hearing that the challenges just shift, you know, 
everyone in the house somehow has to eat and whether that's me feeding my child or my partner feeding me and now Alex is cooking for his parents so you know food has to be made a house needs to be built and I love the way that they really do work as a team that there's a negotiation everyone has needs that we are all going to chip in and back each other and and this is um, how we're going to work through this I am so very grateful for the little bits of information for me as well, you know, being physical, clicker legs, what a great story. And it's true, I, I, I do love being physical with my son and I look at him and, you know, every parent thinks that their kid does something special that is maybe something that every child does, but I do look at him and he is very active, he's very physical, he has been from the dating scan that I saw him at Um, and I can't wait. I really can't wait to continue that with him. And there were just so many things that I I really loved hearing um, when I was speaking to Danielle because actually this isn't a conversation in the, you know, long relationship that her and I have had. This is the first kind of time we've been talking about motherhood and artistic practice And I am really looking forward to, you know, yeah, how that evolves. One day I'll say, you know what, Marcus and I had a beer together for his 20th birthday. (laughs) And, yeah, he's also contributing great questions to the, you know, great things to the world. And it is true, I feel like at the end of the day that that is my hope, that I want him to also be contributing in a really positive way. impactful maybe more so no positive way this is the other thing I know that this season that I'm in is not forever and it will adapt and change and one day we will be there down the other end of the road so thank you Danielle thank you thank you for the many gems in there I look forward to being in the studio again with you and I look forward to being in the studio myself one day all by myself. I can't wait. I can't wait to stand there and cry for four hours, partly out of joy and partly out of excitement and who knows what will come then. So thank you for your time. Thank you for listening as well. Again, I'm so, I'm so touched that there are listeners out there I keep seeing there are people in far corners of the world the UK France the US um, and of course here in Australia so thank you for listening I would love to hear any of your thoughts please get in touch again I'm being really one of the notes I've given myself is to be diligent with the show notes so would love to hear anything you have thank you again Danielle and thank you to you and See you next time. Like, subscribe, or give us a rating on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast on. But because motherhood and creative practice are both ultimately collaborative, I'd really love you to share this podcast or this episode with somebody who you think would enjoy it too. See you next time for another episode of Mum in Development.